91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. Let's just say that Shark Week is coming a little early for Christmas 365 um, this Dylan, year. Dylan, I think you picked a movie that may have killed us ever trying to do a Shark Week tie-in <laughs> ever man. again. I'm fucking rocking with it. Listen, this week, I apologize to both Matt and all of our listeners if you checked this out beforehand. Uh, today we're reviewing... I don't even, we're not even going to review it. We're talking about, we're talking about Santa, Santa Jaws. Jaws. So this movie, I couldn't find shit about this movie. There's no wiki page. I don't know. Was this made for like sci-fi? It was, was... made for sci-fi. Okay. So I don't know. So let me pull this up. 2018, I guess. Um. So I was flipping through the channels mm-hmm. as one did. Yes. Um, and it was like eight, nine o'clock at night is it was in 2018. It was when this movie had first premiered and, uh, fucking that comes up and there's a shark fin with a Santa hat on. And, um, I turned it off. Yeah. And then, um, a few years later, you and I started a Christmas podcast and we need things to talk about in the summer. So yeah. I was like, hey, I remember this fucking movie. So here's the called thing. Santa Jaws. Here's the thing that drives me crazy about this movie, Dylan. Yeah. There's a couple things. Because I actually. I was going to say there's only one. I don't think it's a truly. Like, you give this to me as a 20 minute short film. I think it's delightful. Oh, dude. There's. There's idea. Like, there are actors in this movie who are better than they deserve yep. to be. And it there are jokes in this movie that work better than they should. Yep. There like the premise isn't awful, 
but trying to make it to an 88 minute long movie is you're just really padding out time wild wild things that are mentioned that never happened there are scenes talked about that never happened they spend a lot of time talking about things that happened at school we never see a fucking school in this entire no. movie. <laughs> I mean, this movie is... So here's the thing. This movie essentially, A, takes place in 48 hours yes. max. Yeah. Two, I'm not sure if you quickly piece this together. This is Krampus with a shark. Yeah, 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 this yeah. This is yeah. the... This, for sure. For beat, for beat, this is the movie Krampus, but with a shark. Yes. Um, Hold and on. I, and I this figured is... that out. The second that Pop, like that the grandfather died. Yeah. And I was like, now. No, you're killing the the most likable person right away. This person will be alive by the end of this movie, yeah. guaranteed. I just knew. I as soon as that happened, I was like, none of this matters. None of these people dying matter. There, something's gonna happen that brings everybody back. The difference being that the kid from Krampus doesn't remind me of a serial killer. Where Cody in this whole movie, you could see him snapping and murdering his entire family. <laughs> Look, you know that I have my beef with Krampus for sure, but Krampus at least does a way better job of making you understand why he was frustrated more yeah. than this. This kid's just pissed off all the time. All the that time. That kid, definitely. So, again, spoiler alert everybody lives at the end. But, like, that kid, come New Year's, that seasonal depression hits in February, he Ooh. is murdering his mother. 100%. Maybe not the rest of the family. That kid is slitting his mother's throat. So <laughs> I wrote down, and this was before... I wrote down a whole fuck ton. <laughs> this was before it reveals that what we've just watched is like a child's comic book. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Which, which once that was revealed, I could live with this, but this is exactly what I wrote. Yeah. I wrote... What the fuck is even happening? Is that a tree gun? Why is Santa trying to murder someone? See you in jingle hell? Better watch out. Better not die. I feel like I've got so many fucking questions and no answers. Yeah. So um, I was with you because as I said, I've never seen this before I watched this for this. Yeah. Did you hit play? Was this the exact moment you texted me and was like, yo... I'm sorry about yeah. Santa Jaws. <laughs> yeah, it was during the beginning. Because if it had kept going, I think I wouldn't have apologized. Um, but that beginning portion is real weird. So we do start off with a girl who is tied to a dock. Santa's pointing a tree yep. at yep. her like a gun. Killer Santa. Um, he says, <laughs> Christmas needs a sacrifice. Yes. Um, and it it's basically turns out it's, it's just a kid's comic book. Uh, this kid, Cody, is drawing... This comic book called his, Santa Jaws. And, and his, his friend, friend Steven, Steve wrote it. Yeah, his friend Steve wrote it. Um, both of them work at the comic shop. I think they're just hanging out all the time. Yeah. The comic shop that comic is, shop that is owner run is by, a that is, that is run. This seems like the worst comic book shop to work at. Uh, here's what I wrote. Fuck this store owner. He's basically the YouTuber, the quartering. Okay. Um, if he ran a comic shop, I'm not familiar with that YouTuber, so the, but I'll accept. Uh, the, I'll, I'll trust you. The quartering you. is a very like misogynistic, like woke is ruining Hollywood type person. Gotcha. Um, and that's the vibes I get from the comic book store owner, for sure. Um, he's just such a fucking asshole to these kids. 
but they give him the Santa Jaws comic book to read and then they go home. Okay. All right. And he is trying to convince his parents to let him go to the big Christmas Eve comic book party. Like comic shop is throwing a Christmas Eve party, but his parents put on a, uh, a dinner every Christmas Eve. Right. <clears throat> so one of the things I wrote down when uh, his uncle comes to town <laughs> and his uncle looks at Cody that is like really pissed off at his mom. The uncle goes, you should ask, your mom was a rebel back in the day. Yeah. Right? Like, you should ask her about her punk face. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Cody, I was, uh, like, really into the Damned and the Misfits, but well, Danzig, right? Fuck Michael Graves. Yeah. Well, like. <laughs> fucking way punk, bro. What that makes you me. fucking poser. What makes me think, what that, like, triggered in my brain was a recent episode of The O.C. that I watched for the, the White People Problems podcast. Yeah. Where they're trying to organize... First of all, we'll start with this. Have you watched literally a second of The O.C.? No. Okay. <laughs> not I was about, a, I was not about, a piece. I was about to say people's names, and I'm like, he's not even going to no. know who the fuck I'm talking about. I know that Adam Brody is in it. Okay, this has nothing to do with Adam Brody. Okay, then. Um, <laughs> so That's all I know about The O.C. So, so they're trying to plan a bachelorette party for the mother of one of the characters. And her sister is like, oh, here's some pictures from when she used to go see Death Leopard all the time. Yeah. To which the character says, I had no clue your mom was such a metalhead. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Death Leopard? (laughs) Like, that's the one that puts you over? Yeah, that's... Don't get me wrong. Like, Death Leopard has some fucking jams. Yeah, but like glam rock hair metal level. (laughs) Yeah, you're not um, like... No one called a person who liked hair metal a metalhead. Yeah, no. Sammy Kerr isn't listening to fucking Death Leopard. Um, so there's something that happens multiple times in this movie and I had to laugh. Yeah. Did you catch that every time that Cody is preparing to fight Santa Jaws, the music is a direct shameless ripoff of the music from Home Alone whenever Kevin is trying to like prep the house. There is a lot of also like (laughs) the soundtrack or the score quotes around that because yeah. who knows what they use for this very whimsical christmas hijinks yeah like always when they're always. chasing the shark i want to say like my biggest beef with this movie is we just get thrown characters that we've never seen before. never seen like 20 minutes into the movie we get this neighbor this girl named yeah. jenna and and Steve and Cody are talking like we've seen this girl yeah. before. I you look I want to say one thing actually while we're talking about this and I'm yeah. sorry that Jenna's who made me think of this. Yeah. I have to give credit as much as Cody is clearly a psychopath. I yeah. think the actor is doing a great job playing Cody in comparison to some of the other actors. I would agree. Uh, I and, would agree. I one of the worst defenders would be I think Jen, there are lines that Jenna delivers where I'm like that is that feels like you are reading the lines for the first time. So it <laughs> looks so some of the actors are coming off as that to me, but when I see like Steve and Cody and the the older brother that I can't remember his name, um these are zero doubt in my mind. I could be wrong, but seriously, I'm 95% sure these people are stage actors. Oh, I mean 100%. I, I'm 
almost confident that's anytime you watch a low budget, especially like a sci-fi asylum yeah. film, they went to the local community theater. Yep. They couldn't even get like this is like a post Sharknado world. Yeah. They could not there's get a noteworthy name. Yeah, there's not one. But like these actors, most of them playing to the back row. Playing yeah. to the back row in the best and worst way. This possible. this movie is this movie is so cheap that they yeah. on multiple occasions do an exterior shot of the comic book shop, and it is clearly an abandoned strip of stores yeah. that they just hung a sign outside yep. of. Like yep. it is like they did nothing to even make it feel like there are other shops anywhere near yeah. where this comic book shop is. One of my biggest complaints in this movie, and I've had a complaint about this for a while, it's part of what I didn't like about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, is like <laughs> I just Hold on. it's just a wild comparison. You'll hear what I you'll hear what I mean in a second. I hate how the last like five years any film or TV show has tried to depict a social media influencer in the sense of like and maybe this is coming. I am friends with people who would be classified as social media influencers. Yeah. And I can categorically tell you that most of them fucking hate being on the internet. Yeah. Fucking hate having to take photos. The person that you see on social media is exactly that person for the duration of the minute or two that they have to film that. Yeah. And then they're just normal, regular people who aren't like going to be celebrating it with my 200 million followers. Like, yeah. Like every time. So what I'm saying is the character of Georgia fucking infuriated me throughout this movie. I mean, but movie. listen, if you, if you listen to Cody's older brother, it's like he said, we've all got a little bit of stereotype in us. Yeah. That's I true. don't know if you like, I'm I, sorry. I wasn't paying attention to the very strong, uh, subtle, Subtle brilliance of the script for Santa Jones. Dude, it is fucking wild. Because between the character you're talking about, and then at the end... that I say the end, but there's still 30 fucking minutes left till we get to this portion. We get this weird, like, Steve goes, you were always a dick to me in school. And I'm like, when? Yeah. When has this ever we happened? We haven't seen any of this. This it jock versus geek yeah. nonsense thing it's, that's happening what is and, and then the, the dude i know we're jumping around and we do that a lot but it's because of the shit we picked to watch for this damn thing yeah but there's so much nonsense happening look at the mom yeah look at the when cody first comes out and say hey grandpa just got eaten by a fucking shark and they're like what is this some kind of prank Go get your grandfather. <laughs> He's like, uh, I can't. And they're all like pissed off at him and they leave. Let me... I'm like, so nobody's going to check on pop. <laughs> so there's something that I saw that has nothing to do with this movie, but still infuriate at me. Great. <laughs> um, I mean, it kind of has something to do with this movie. Uh, so I was trying to figure out anything about this movie. Right. Yeah. And yeah. in my searching, um, I was searching like Santa Jaws reviews or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Across the board, all the critics are like, this movie's great. This is phenomenal. I'm so glad that this movie exists. This isn't as bad as you think it is. Yeah. Which I would agree the most the the biggest compliment I can give it is it could have been worse. Like this yeah, movie yeah, could have yeah. been way worse. 
I'm going to read to you. I'm not going to read to you the actual text. I'm just going to read to you their top five list. Okay. Dread Central released an article la- uh, on in 2021. Santa Jaws. Esteemed website. Yeah. Santa Jaws. <laughs> the five reasons why it's the ultimate feel-good Christmas horror movie. First of all, false. <laughs> Here's, yeah, I don't care what your examples are. Yeah. Shut that list down. <laughs> Here's the top five reasons. Top five reasons. And when go. I'm done reading these five reasons, I want you to tell me if you think that this writer watched the movie or probably just the trailer. Okay. One, he wears a Santa hat. Okay. I will say that's what put it over for me. Yeah. Listen. There's nothing funnier than a shark with a Santa hat stuck on its fin. Yeah. I, for the longest time, before I found out what this movie was actually about, I thought it was just a shark that got a Santa hat stuck on its fin, which that would have been hilarious. Even better. The whole movie. Number two, he has a horn that's also a giant candy cane. That happens in the last, like, maybe 20 minutes of the movie. He's magic. Kinda. <laughs> he has green and red teeth. All right. The movie's available on Amazon Prime. So it's easily accessible. <laughs> Clearly, they watched a trailer and shit out an article without sitting through this movie. That is. That is um, that is bloody disgusting level of. Here's a bunch of pictures of cats dressed up as Ash from Evil Dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Levels of article writing. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this garbage? Oh my god. Like, like literally, the, the two of their things happen in the last five minutes of this movie. He doesn't have green and red teeth the whole movie. It's after no, they, it's remove, after they his remove his teeth. teeth. And right before they put the horn in his head, which yeah. that did, that may have been the funniest delivery in the entire movie is that he's so guys, we didn't even mention this. The whole thing is that there's a magic pen that what you draw comes to life. So they're like, which I do like the logic. His brother's like, we'll just draw him out of existence. He's like, well, I don't want to risk creating a second one. Yeah. So he's like, all right, well then maybe you can erase parts. And he's like, what if I erased his teeth? And he's like, all right. And he erased the teeth and then it cuts to under the water and the shark doesn't have any more teeth, but it like bangs up against the deck and like a bunch of Christmas ornaments fall in and he chews them up and turns them into so teeth. So hold on. No, makes zero sense. Hold on. If we know that works, why don't we just erase the whole fucking thing? Listen, <laughs> you've got, you're asking the questions I was also asking when there was still also, 35 minutes also, left to go in the we movie. we don't even need to do that. How's this? And they say it to Cody multiple times, though Cody is like really like just stuck on this yeah. one piece. Stay away from the Stay water. Stay away from the goddamn water. And yeah. Cody's like, no, he's coming after the family. That motherfucker has not left the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as you get the rest of the family, stay away from the water. You're good. Yeah. Problem solved. Golden. But he goes, what if I impale him in the head with something? And he's like, good idea. <laughs> and then you see this like up in the sky, this giant like. Candy cane javelin and it slams into its head. And he's like, I think that killed it. And then it like comes out of the water, crescents out of the water with its candy cane horn. Looks like a narwhal. And Cody just looks at his brother and goes, So she has a horn now. (laughs) 921 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power but lacks intelligent inhabitants. 
What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the Fem Fam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ads. I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. But the part that made me laugh the hardest, and I'm not sure if you caught this, and listeners, I'm going to try my best to describe this in a way that makes sense. But they make Christmas. So they, at first, they try to kill it with traditional means and everything yeah. just bounces right off dude of it. but hold on worst throws i've ever seen this is what we're life. getting we're, we're not there <laughs> we have to get there so so then they're like oh but if it's christmas related stuff it hurts him so let's get these weapons and we'll christmas them and there's a shot where they throw this javelin <laughs> And this javelin it just lands. It lands on its side into the water, and then it quickly cuts to a shot of it spiking. <laughs> like, and I was like, they had no other takes. They're- Dude, it is so funny. Every time they threw something at the water, it cracked me up. The kid with the crossbow, and he shoots it, and the 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 arrow just goes, it just lands <laughs> on the water, and like even. After that, Jenna takes the bow, and I don't know. This is really weird that I caught this. Her hand is on top of the fucking like if she was to actually oh she would have sliced the, trigger, the fuck out of her hand, sliced her hand open. Yeah, one hundred percent. So this movie ends. Can you actually? I'm going to ask you a genuine yeah. question. Okay. I was watching this. I was paying attention to this movie. Okay, go for it. I saw that the runtime was running down. Yes, and I knew that I was going to queue up the next thing that what we talk about in a couple weeks yeah so i very quickly googled like where is blah 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 streaming yeah i feel like in the two to three minutes that i was looking away from the screen suddenly i looked up and it was christmas morning and everybody was alive again. <laughs> okay All what right. happens okay so let me try to piece this together so did he just write them back into existence? Basically, that's so that's what I assumed he was going to do. The, he takes the fucking comic book, and did you see the part where the mother was getting ravaged by the shark? Yes, yes. <laughs> like the mom was still arguing. Out of all the crazy shit she's seen, 
He's like, I need this pen so I can bring our family back. And she's like, that's crazy. There's no, her entire family has been eaten by sharks. I don't understand. Sorry, a shark. I don't understand why she's fighting him on this at this point. Like who gives a shit if it works? It doesn't work. Your whole family's dead. Um, So they have like a heartfelt moment of that's the last thing Poppy left me. (laughs) And as she hands him the knife, the shark comes up and just starts ravaging the mother some of the worst cgi but i think that added to the charm of it so cody takes the pen opens the comic book up and says something like i need to save you guys and adds in the comic book like the last page of the hero guy yeah going like anyone who defeats santa jaws gets one wish and then draws a speech bubble and writes I wish my family was back. Yeah. He closes the comic book and lights it on fire. And that's when he wakes up. Okay. So, so it is totally makes sense that in the 30 to 45 seconds that I looked away, yes. I missed everything. Yes. So he wakes Cause up. Cause you know what I wasn't going to do? Rewind it. No, 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 no. You don't have to do that. Um, I think my biggest beef with that is that according to this movie's logic, Jenna came back as well. I think, in my personal opinion... That means he's destined to marry Jenna and she becomes part no, of his no, family? No, 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 no. Or that she's a relative and he doesn't realize it? <laughs> oh, I hope it's that one. <laughs> um, I think the movie fucked up. I think it should have left Jenna, Steve, and fu- the comic book store owner dead. Because the only thing I was hoping when he left the house, when he's like, I got one more... Never, hold on, back up. This family is super excited that he's willing to get the cinnamon rolls out of the oven. Like, did you see, way too. <laughs> did you see that? Which, for a kid who's like, I hate what Christmas is like with my family. It's like, well, it's because apparently you're like the least jolly person in the home. <laughs> he's like, good morning, and the, the, the grandfather's like, hey, we're we're still alive. Um, <laughs> I, this I could that go, pen was really useful, right? <laughs> yeah, I could go some cinnamon rolls and they're all like i'll take three which i don't know if you ever made cinnamon rolls dude you always think you can eat more than you actually can (laughs) exactly we always make a full can yeah like you know like a six cinnamon roll thing because my sister doesn't like i've talked about the traditional christmas breakfast my sister's not a fan of it so we're like oh we'll make some cinnamon rolls for we'll all dabble in it what ends up happening is that there are three uneaten cinnamon rolls sitting around for the rest of the day there's also like seven to eight family members i don't know how big the oven is yeah you're definitely making two batches yeah so you're not eating fucking three don't be a hog but he's like i'll take three and cody's like in like the most monotone voice ever he's like fuck it i'll get them yeah and all the parents are like what yeah he, huh? he oh my that, god he says the that. mom like turns and looks at the husband like who is this if they had a couple dollars you would have heard celebration by cool oh. and the gang oh, kick yeah, it. Dude. it was wild how excited he is, how excited they are but they do their thing and he's like i forgot something and he goes to jenna's house because Jenna and You wanted the- a grieving mother to be the person who opens that door, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I did. So here's here's my alternative ending to Santa Jaws. Um is he gets to the house, he has the copy of the human fly that he's giving to Jenna, and Jenna's mother opens the door, crying. <laughs> and he's like what's going on like what's wrong what happened what what's 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 happened what happened 
And she's like, Jenna, Jenna, she never came home last night. She never came home. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God. The only thing I found on her bed was this. And she pulls out the copy of fucking Santa Jaws. Mm-hmm. Credits. Like, <laughs> It's probably better than what we got. Oh, 100%. Um, because what we got was either Krampus or this was all a fucking dream. It was all because a dream. Because the way that the everyone else is reacting... No one has any recollection. No of this one has a single memory of this, except for Cody. So it's a dream. Yeah, it's a dream. It's one hundred percent a dream. So that's really unfortunate. That's awful. All right, they should have ended. Should have ended with Jenna dead, fucking Steve dead, the comic book store owner dead. Um, oh man, he lost his wife and money. <laughs> yeah, like so. Let's back up a little bit for a second. <laughs> So there's a small plot point where the comic book store owner steals the the magical pen. And to be completely honest, there are way worse things he could have done what with I, that pen. Like, his, why are we fucking threatening him? I think, like, the biggest thing, the biggest strike He was just on, kind of a dickhead. The fact that he just didn't give the pen back. Yeah. I'm like, you've got what clearly is billions of dollars there, and you yeah. got your hot russian girlfriend that can't speak english like they're like hey we need the pen what other things did you have planned where you're like oh i can't possibly give up the power of this pen yeah it's like you got the shit you need it yeah give him the pen or just be like let me draw this one last thing yeah yeah when he like made a run for it it's like okay let me just get back there and just draw like a few more things real quick he makes a run for it and he's standing on the boat right with the pen and he's like if you if you one step closer i'll drop it and fucking cody's like he's gonna get away and jenna's like not on my watch (laughs) (laughs) tackles him into the fucking water that pen gone (laughs) yeah over that pen is gone like (laughs) You didn't think this through, not at, at all. all, and that's what leads to the demise. But of that the also becomes a dumb jam. fucking hit. Why are you dying on this hill if you're willing to also throw the pen in the water? Yeah. What are we even fucking doing here? Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. Well, Dylan. Also, he knows there's a killer shark in the water. He's like, very well aware. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I could literally do this all day. Now that we're getting yeah. into it. Dylan, this was a bad movie, but I'll watch any bad movie with you, buddy. Oh, every movie I watch with you is a bad movie, Matt. Ninety-one Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers? Listen to Ninety-One Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. 
We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 